to the reaction pod. Yet again, we're in the Harbourview corridor. So the usual caveats of apologies for any interruptions of people looking for toilets and various function rooms. I'm Roy Fallow with Matthew Keelan and Michael Loft for a positive reaction, lads. Another positive reaction. Um, Sunderland 3, Lincoln 1. A brilliant first half display and a fairly professional second half performance seeing the game out. Kind of want to open it with a question to poise to you that we were kind of talking about before we started recording. Would you say that reminds you of a lot of, well, not a lot, but quite a few of Sunderland's performances under Jack Ross in that we, you know, came out very strong, capitalised on some mistakes, got an early lead, but maybe didn't finish as strongly as we could have. Maybe should have won the game by more, but it's not a bad complaint to have, is it? Yeah, it was like the Scunthorpe game. Yeah, at the beginning of last season, wasn't it? Like 3-0 up at half-time and then just didn't really bother turning off for the second half, just co- sort of controlled it. Obviously, we conceded in the second half, which was a foul and offside, but they, we can't really do anything about yeah. officials. So. Would you agree, Mickey? Yeah, I mean, Jack Ross would still be in the job, however, if we did capitalise on the chances and that we created and the mistakes that Lincoln made because all too often would have really good spells and played really well in patches, but we didn't take our chances and I think we maybe under Ross would have gone to that one that up maybe then would have seen the same second half. So I take your point, like up to a point if that makes sense. I think for me, it's kind of a bit of a catch-22 because obviously I'm really pleased with the display and I think if I'd been put into some kind of coma after the Tramia game and I woke up and I saw that first half today I would presume that we were top of the league Mm. or in the promotion place at least because I think the intensity was the same we played really well scored lots of goals but for me the frustration is where has all of this been between that night against Tramia up until the Doncaster game yeah. And I don't want to put too much of a negative stand because obviously we've played really well and we're in touch with the playoffs and there's, there's a really, lot to be cheerful really about. Budget remake of one night in Turin, that <laughs> night against Stranding. <laughs> Sorry, the Phil Parkinson version. Yeah. <laughs> I, that would be underwhelming, wouldn't it? But, but no, as I say, I, I really don't want to put a negative stand on it and I'm absolutely delighted with a win, but as I say, it's just a, it, in a way it makes it more frustrating when we know we are capable of playing yeah. like this. Well, is it more a case of things are just... You know, to keep the positivity going, and I, I just kind of want to like give praise where it's due because myself included, massively have been like quite critical of Parkinson, well, very critical of Parkinson. But is it a case of maybe things sort of coming together now? Like we saw Linda Gooch come back to full fitness, and we look like we've got quite a cohesive front three now with him, Charlie White, and Chris Maguire, who three games running now have all played quite well and you know especially against especially today and especially against Fleetwood I know Wyke had that chance he missed against Doncaster but Maguire was good in that game got a goal as did Gooch so you're looking at a solid front three and then you've got like Duncan Watmore coming off the bench now as well <laughs> it's a concern that Will Grigg isn't getting a look in perhaps yeah. but there's there's something cohesive going on there isn't there especially when you look at the goals today you know with, with Gooch getting on the score sheet twice and like I say capitalising on mistakes it's no, that is really positive that we finally have a cohesive front three, especially when I've been someone who's always said, oh, we don't create enough chances, but we are creating those chances at the minute, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Like You mentioned the one white, white missed against Doncaster, and obviously he'd be disappointed himself in that, but it didn't cost us a game ultimately. You know? I think like today we create, we didn't create a lot in the second half. We had, we had a, White had a couple of sniffs, but I think the front three just seemed to be in tandem almost. Like, yeah switching where they can and, and it, it linking quite well I think Wyke I've been critical of Wyke in the past and I think he's played really well obviously in terms of goals he he hasn't got what he what he would have liked himself but I think 
he's he's played really well. To be fair to him, he, he's he's really like it sounds daft and like you da, but he's like really put himself about. Like he's really sort yeah. of get in front of the defender, but he winning fouls. He gets not by the way. He gets nothing. He doesn't get enough fouls. Really, he doesn't, given he doesn't gets nothing in proportion to how many times he gets fouled. But to be fair, it's kind of, again, I don't want to just kind of like drag the tournament podcast down. But the referee over the festive period, the amount of it's just been uh, absolutely god, like diabolical. Well, today, like the referee, like, the referee today basically had nothing to do. There was no like bad tattles. There was no like apart from their goal, it was the only decision they had to make. They got it wrong twice. Yeah. Fucking idiot. <laughs> well, again, that's not in isolation. Explicit that's it now. <laughs> but, but that's Bolton. As, as dreadful as we were, if Flanagan had got that goal after half an hour, would have won that game. Yeah, that, was, yeah and, uh, and, uh, and we might have won that 3 0. And that's not like a. That's not been revisionist now because, like, we're, we're all losing it after that Bolton game, and rightly so. Yeah. But there's nothing to say if that doesn't go in. If that if that counts, we, we go on and, and, and win the game comfortably. Yeah, yeah you're right, man. Exactly. And like, against Fleetwood, I do actually agree with the point that Craig made. Maybe it wasn't a bad thing conceding early because um, they like, sat in ridiculously and allowed us to have chances. But again, if we're taking it purely kind of on a almost mathematical thing, we would have arguably won that game 1-0 against Fleetwood if a penalty doesn't get given and then as I say we have that today thankfully it hasn't cost us but certainly let's say Lincoln had um, scored a second goal shortly after that then through no fault of our own really suddenly would have been in a real kind of contest there and it's well, that frustrating goal, that goal today just looked ridiculous like I sit at the other end of the ground I sit in the east stand like near the north stand and it, it looked like one it was a foul like clearly a foul on Hume and he just looked like he was just miles offside he just tapped it in on the line yeah. the fact that the, the, the crowd like the home crowd and the away crowd that was the very like slow reaction like everyone was almost waiting for the referee yeah. to give a foul like it was kind of acknowledged wasn't it well the, the, it's not the first like obviously we've, we've criticised referees all season but the Lincoln away game when we had the, the referee who didn't move out of the centre circle <laughs> Like so, maybe just Lincoln get weird referees every week. Yeah, maybe. Don't know. But but not at all positively. You're talking about um, like partnerships developing. I think we're looking <coughs> stumbled across a pretty effective midfield now as well, because I was getting really frustrated with the consistent inclusion of Grand Leppard there. But since he's come out of the team, I think it's no coincidence that our displays have like really kind of picked up. There's a lot more energy. And we have obviously been really critical of Dobson in the past. And I don't think he was like excellent today, nothing like that. But he was certainly effective and he had a bit of a slow start. But as the game went on, I think he got better and better. Yeah. And he just adds that little bit of like energy and enthusiasm. And, yeah. and he was uh, he was better in possession today. He was just breaking it up and giving it to a player in the Sunderland top, which is a bit of a refreshing change from what he's been doing no. lately. I, 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 agree. I agree with the way you put it there on Dobson. And he was, he wasn't excellent today, but he just he just did his job. But I thought, having I thought Power was leading him through the game quite well. I thought that was Power's best game for. Actually, to be fair to Power, he's been fairly consistent in in what's been a pretty drab season when he's playing. But he was really leading today. You saw him like he was like when like Hume was like winning like good throw-ins in the opposition half. Like he was like congratulating him. He was really congratulating Gooch after um, I think. The third goal. The third goal he went straight over to McLaughlin, the goalkeeper. Ah, really? Oh, okay, so it might have been Gooch's first goal. He went, um, obviously, everyone was rightly rightly going over. Gooch is a great finish, but he turned around and and went over to McLaughlin and I had a word and (laughs) had a word with him. He went and obviously congratulated him for the great great ball, which he was 
delivered by yeah, the yeah. absolutely and I think it's what you say Mickey, about like energy in the side in this league it goes a long way and it, it, I don't want to dig out Grant Ledbetter especially if we've just won 3-1 at home but that's what he's there for though isn't he he's there for coming off the bench to shore things yeah, up I and most... to be honest I thought he would have come on 10 minutes earlier yeah, to, exactly. to be fair and, and that's you know there's nothing wrong with that, that there's a role there to play but I would rather have for all his faults I'd rather have the energy of Dobson than Ledbetter being off the pace and I'm not I'm, I'm you know Dobson's still got a lot of work to do to, to prove himself to the to, to be good enough to play for a club like Sunderland in my opinion but you know today is hope let, let's again keep the positivity going today is hopefully a step towards that and <coughs> I think defensively there was the odd shaky moment but we were alright all right today weren't we Flanagan like booting the ball when he had no option what oh. were we talking about before recording Matthew was quite really good respected that though like when he was on I was like to give the whole context of it though. sort of like Strolling forward with the ball, gesturing, gesturing to players to move. Well, someone showed for me that no one did. She was like, "Oh fuck it then," and just kicked it out for a goal. <laughs> it's absolutely like I would have done that. He's a, he's so. a, now that we now that we are the the kings of the banter pods, like he's a bit of an underrated banter player. Flanagan is isn't, isn't he? Yeah. I, in, yeah. in, in the future, I, could he maybe in in the next decade perhaps could he be in the banter team of the decade? Are we doing our banter pod? God, imagine that. Oh, God. Sorry, if that happens, I, do, I really <laughs> apologise for that. But, like, he's got quite funny hair. He, he just looks quite funny as well. He looks like saying out the Beano. Yeah, he does. He like, really does. And then he just, like, sm- he scores now and again sm- as well. Yeah. <laughs> Love of me. Um, future manager, in my opinion. Plug. plug is a plug, I spoke. Nah, he's... um. That's Longstaff who plays for Newcastle. Uh, well, one of the uh, Longstaffs. I can't remember which one. He looks uh, like plug. Be There's room for two plugs in northeast football, though, yeah, well. perhaps. But Ozturk as well. Um, I know he had that little dodgy Another slice. for him, though. Oh, right? yeah, again. No, no subtle... Well, like, the last one was, slightly like... Less, like slightly less obvious today. Didn't get booked either no, for it no, as well. No. In- absolutely incredible. But, you know, maybe... Kind of shows you how today was our day. Yeah, and my dad was fuming about that because <laughs> he doesn't really like us, Turk. Every week he handballs it well twice now. <laughs> that, that, that's just two. To be fair, just because is... consecutive weeks, but like uh, every week. <laughs> no, no, so no, now, now, now it is every week. Now, to be fair, so you, we can pick that up with him soon. <laughs> we can indeed. Jake's here as well. But yeah, Jake's there. He doesn't want to be on. Um, but. You know, there is still a lot to be positive about. We're one, bizarrely, we're one point off the playoffs, yeah, by yeah, the way, yeah. which maybe does sit, and what, six points off second place as yeah, well? Nine points off top. And we'll play Wickham next week, who are top. Incredible, considering, con- uh, considering how bad we've been, it, it does show how terrible this league is. And how we, in, in, in the second half of the season, we should be pushing on with still promotion being look, our aim. Look, the, the last four games... We was two wins, two two draws. Yeah, so like, you keep this sort of thing up now. You, you win the league, like it. It's because it's not ridiculous to suggest. Not, like the league is crap. Honestly, Lincoln beat us two 0 and missed a penalty mm. at, at Lincoln. Yeah, and they were turgid today. They were as bad as Bolton and as bad as Milton Keynes and as, as arguably as bad as Tranmere. Yeah, yeah, the like, and and everyone we play, we say this even whether we win or lose against them. They're all crap. Yeah. Like, and that's not been 
like a dick and like say, oh, we should be. They're all rubbish. Like, their fans couldn't get the crying on Netflix. Netflix? I can't even say Netflix, right? They, they're the saying. It's ironic. Exactly. But saying, we saw you crying on the telly. Yeah, like, are they talking about Premier Passions? Know, Has quite, Netflix not reached Lincoln yet? No, I don't know. It's quite remote. Well, yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't think. The, I think. The, maybe they saw it on Channel 5 if they can get beyond the, the bad reception. <laughs> yeah, they still get the dodgy <laughs> signal on Channel 5, yeah. <laughs> Still waiting for the red train. Can I get Channel 5 upstairs? <laughs> that is it. That is it. That is what's going on in Lincoln right now. There's a Lincoln fan in the box. So you might hear this. He'll come in. He'll, he'll, he would definitely bray us. He probably wouldn't bray you, mate. You could probably take it. Just me and Matthew were silly. Hey! But um, talking about um, like kind of trying to keep everything positive and that, we'll mention oh, the we we'll, we'll mention the work rate of um, the, the the team like overall earlier, and that just was epitomised of a second goal. Like that is that is not a goal that happens if you don't kind of like do the basics, like close people down. And I think you were saying, Matthew, you were just like making a shout before that we need to stop letting them play out yeah. from the back. Well, go on. yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was because it was quite annoying watching Link. I'm not being well, not again, no disrespect. Well, I don't care. Yeah, like, give them, give them a bit. Of, you've got another ten seconds. Say something outrageous. Like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, I'm not having Lincoln come into the, the stadium alight and playing the ball and they're passing the goal kick into their own box. Nah, not having that. No, no, That's exactly. not allowed. So Chris Maguire obviously thought the same and thought, nah. Well, Maguire as well. I know we did mention the front three, but he's looked like today back to his arrogant, yeah, shagging yeah, like, best, yeah, didn't he? Like, be, like, this is what Another goal from Maguire, uh, Maguire yeah. corner as well. It was a great ball, in. Really yeah, good header as well. Scored. Good header from, from Flanagan. I think... Maguire, like this time last season, we were saying the other week, was picking picking opposition players up, laughing in the face. Like yeah, yeah. he was doing that a day, but just with a ball. Yeah. Like they couldn't get near him in the first half. He was brilliant. Like he was unlucky with a couple of efforts early early doors and, and little aside, out of contract in the summer. Yeah, well, new deal for me. We can't look like he's the sort of player that. How, how old is he? He's, he's about 30. 30 31, a right? one-year deal at this level is not ridiculous, but he, but is it? Look, like, it's not even ridiculous <coughs> in the championship level like, if we were to go up because you can't, obviously, you're not going to get promoted in the championship with Chris Maguire in your team, but no one's going to like playing against the Chris Maguire that's on song. and like You can tell he's in the mood at the minute and it's very reminiscent of when he came, when he was out of the team, out of favour last season and he came back under the Atrington, in the Atrington game last season and he turned the game round and he got injured against Gillingham. Yeah. And that if he'd have stayed fit last season, we would have got pro- we would have got promoted because he was taught you get half a dozen games out of him in a row and you do and it's not with Maguire, it's not one in three. It's a run of games. Yeah, it's yeah. a run of games every two months. Yeah. That's what you get and then you get three games where he's a waste of time and But then you've got Duncan Watmore coming yeah. off the bench. Yeah. That like that is you know we're on about like obviously we need a strength in January but we've got that front three which we've already touched on and then you've got Duncan Watmore coming off the bench who he's nice yeah he has his faults but come on that's a really good option yeah, to bring him up in with cobwebs on yeah like, exactly. as, as well I think um, Parkinson does need a bit of praise as well for that substitution but not only the fact he brought Watmore on the fact he bought um, Maguire off for him I thought it was beca- a, totally the right substitution I, I thought that was a good sub because what that does it means we've got the pace and the energy down both flanks and what that did because they were starting to get a little bit of a stronghold in the game we managed to pin them to a certain degree and it meant that the last 15 minutes were actually fairly comfortable We've just recalled Ethan Robson from his loan. Oh, okay. So, there's another thing that's happened. Good news. Yeah, definitely good news. You know, we need bolstering in the middle of midfield and 
you know, is he... I know we've kind of like praised Dobson a little bit, but he's going to give him good competition, isn't he? That can only be a good thing. He'd be a similar like, sort of player, really, wouldn't he? Yeah. A bit of energy and yeah. build and he's height. Got, he's got like a bit of variety, Dobson, because he's kind of a bit more of a physical presence. Rob- Robson, do you mean? Yeah, Robson, I do mean. Robson and Dobson. <laughs> oh, I'd never play them together. All the sons. <laughs> um, but no, he, as I say, he gives you a bit of physical presence. He's got a decent shot on him. Um, he's got a fairly like decent range of passing. I think he actually his ball retention is better than um, Dobson's. Yeah. So <laughs> confusing this. Yeah. I know. Don't, don't like it. Don't like send him back, back. No, we have to. We have to sell Dobson. <laughs> no, but Big fan Rob, Robson was you know was quite unlucky last season. He played in the Czech trade game, didn't he? Against Carlisle, scored a re- scored a, scored a really good goal, and then got injured in the same game. Same I want to game, say. Yeah. So quite un- un- unlucky, unfortunate last season. So. Hopefully this is a big chance for him to come in and you know, feeling very positive now, lads. I don't know about you. Like there's no reason we shouldn't be finishing top six. That's not ridiculous to say, is it? Like we're one point off. We've got a chance to bring some signings in. This is a test though. It's about putting runs together. Absolutely. We've, yeah, we've yeah. got to go on a bit of a run like Jack yeah. Ross last year where we won eight games in a row. Yes. And we need to at least score maybe seven or eight games unbeaten with winning five games in that run. Mm-hmm. Because it's all very well kind of in isolation saying this was a really good display. And I do agree we were better against Fleetwood and we had the chances to win the game. But we do, we need to go and back this up now because again, beating Wickham, they've been on a bit of a pillar run as well. Yeah, yeah. It would be a bit, it would be a fairly big statement. To, to a side we didn't, you know, we haven't beaten yet since no. we, since we and, got relegated and, to League One. In yeah. terms of the statements, we need to approach the game in exactly the same manner we did today with like intense at the early doors. I like, kind of put them on the back foot and we've got a force issue because, like I say, this league is not a league where you look at the table and then um, give that any credence. We've got to just like play it where we're strengths and kind of have that like, kind of like swagger of saying like we're Sunderland we're the biggest club in this league we should be the best team in this league and we've got to go and take the game to them <coughs> we've got Port, look, we've got Portsmouth on February yes, the 1st yeah. right and we, we've got a run of fixtures before then we've got Wickham Milton Keynes and Tranmere mm. and we, we've got to get nine points yeah, yeah. but to be fair if you if someone said yeah we're going to take seven points from these next well, three well, I, well, you know after, after Boxing Day you probably would have gone Howard don't be daft no, man which so absolutely. let's you know let, hopefully the lads are going in with their tails yeah, up and I think there will be look, like the Wickham game next week the run there on and the, the you, you shouldn't be any, to be honest anyone in this league coming here you yeah, exactly, should be like nah exactly. but doesn't matter what I think we should be looking to really to, to to swat them away, Absolutely. like get rid of them, Absolutely. and then Milton Keynes. To be honest, the trickiest ones, Milton Keynes, because they, they beat Portsmouth three 0 last mm. week, or two, or although they beat them, they definitely yeah. beat them. Um, yeah, that, that's going to be a tough one. They're in a bit of form, but nah, you got. We got. Look, there's a good chance to go into that Portsmouth, and I say that Portsmouth. I, I said that Portsmouth game purely because they were in the playoffs last season. They're nowhere like yeah. like them themselves. Like they they've had a similar season to what we have. And even if you just want to finish top six, you need to be having that attitude to most games, yeah, don't you? But we put ourselves back in that position now. You're exactly what you're right and what you're saying, me. That you know it's about putting a run together. But there's no reason we can't feel confident to do that now. A um, couple of things to plug before we that's go. A nice job, Rory. Oh, do you know what, mate? Do you, do you want to know where that's from? I do. Can you tell me where that's from? Uh, it's from from the terraces who have now have all of their merchandise back in stock. I'd and love to buy one. Is there a discount code available? Funnily enough, Matthew, 
Yes, there is. You can use the discount code WS10 to get 10% off. And I've heard a little rumour they might be getting some jackets in as well. Fantastic news. Thank you. Eventually, you might be able to deck yourself out fully and from the terraces. And also, a random little shout out to Adam Churchill, who... Adam apparently listens to us in New Mexico going to work every day. That, you know, whether he, he's going to work in Albuquerque, whether he's going to an industrial laun- laundrette to cook meth in an underground lab, I do not know. That's not for me to say, but he wanted to, he was mentioning us all today in a conversation with dad, so I thought I'd give him a little shout out. And, you know, we're feeling positive. The lads are going up. Thanks. Thing for us. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, for me.